Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Banks and Family Fun Time. I am your host and game master through our little adventure here that we're calling Doves and Demons. My name is Cody Banks, and very excited to have you back on the podcast with us. We appreciate you sticking it out this long. All I'm going to tell you, just to get you caught up so you were ready to go when the episode starts, is that the group strapped on their, uh, their guns and their ammo. They head down into the sewer where Shannon and Frag fell into a menacing sort of feeding area. So in order to get out, they tried to build a bone bridge, which led to a gunfight with a couple of mutant badgers. And amidst the uh, chaos, there was some, a few injuries, mostly sustained from the team members injuring each other. Hazel shot Frag with a tranquilizer dart, and Shannon went a little bit deaf from a firecracker that Spooky threw near his head. So in order to counteract the effects of Frag's uh, tranquilizer dart, him and Spooky decided to get a little high, and that's uh, pretty much where the episode ended. So you're going to pick up where they left off, trying to figure out how to get further into the badger lair. I will talk to you again at the end of the episode. Feeling more focused and uh, pretty jacked up. Yeah. Uh, she was like, all right, let's go get the matters. Uh, does someone want to throw that rope down for me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, Shane, sure. I, uh, I throw it down and I tie and it Yeah, now especially with like the uh, added enthusiasm that <laughs> Spooky <laughs> and Frag have. Yeah, you guys just hoist Shannon right out of there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Were we able to get to the other side? I mean, I'm not necessarily imagining this is like a huge gap, a few feet, the size that like, you know, a couple of grown men fell through it. Uh, do you have some sort of tech that might help you get across this gap? I don't know if I do. Give me that rope and we'll, there's some pipes or something above we could tie a yeah. rope. Yeah, rope's already tied with you. You could just try to leap across. Or right, tell, tell you this. Well, yeah. Jimmy being all jacked up on drugs is going to just grab the rope and just jump for it. Okay, <laughs> let's uh-huh. see. What would this be? I mean, I feel like demons, because he's not really, like, planning it out. He's just acting on impulse. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, I would say this falls under a reckless action over a cautious action. But I'll say you're getting help, quote-unquote. Give me three dice. Ugh, rough. One, two, and two. So, like, this is kind of what I imagined. You guys kind of, like, secured the rope around, like, Jimmy's waist, so that his, like, hands were free but then he just totally slips and just biffs it and then just falls back into the hole and the rope just kind of like snaps kind of like oh god and he's just dangling there like just by this like, rope yeah <laughs> i i reach down and i just start cleaning up and actually as i was just thinking about that as an added cost your your rick moranis headpiece falls off you because your head kind of whiplashes forward uh jimmy would be like lower me down i gotta get it so, I mean, I assume it's broken, but I'm at least going to try to retrieve it. Yeah, you can retrieve it, but yeah, it's taken some damage. It definitely is not in its full functionality. But can I still just pull him up? Yeah, yeah, you guys are able to pull him up. I'm not going to just make you do this over and over. You sort of understand the technique that's got to be used. You're able to get across there and secure passage over the uh, the gap. So we're all on the other side? Yeah, yeah, you've made it across. Make your way through the tunnel, and I guess... Rather than just kind of asking you guys, like, which direction do you want to go in? Like, what is your goal now that you're inside this badger burrow? I would hope that we're being quiet enough that we could hear the sounds of any other creatures. And we're shining our lights around to see any signs of, uh, again, whether it's all 
animal occupation and any signs that there have ever been any humans down here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll make you roll for that. Like, I think just as far as you can tell, you don't see any other like human footprints or anything like that in the sort of dirt as you're moving through this system of tunnels. Nothing to suggest that humans have been down here other than the um, the remains that uh, you came across in the feeding area. Do we see any, like, radioactive slime now? I'm <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Mads. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So this sounds like planning slash research. Just give me a dove's roll, Mom, with two dice. And based on the result, I'll tell you what happened. Three out of five. My question is, if we've heard any reports of other kinds of animal attacks like this. No, I don't think so. You know, like I said before, you didn't just see human remains in that feeding area. You know, you have heard reports of like cattle being attacked, mutilated or going missing. Real shit that happens that people say is like aliens. Like, oh, they're like, oh, it was a, it was a cougar or a pack of wolves or a black bear or something like that. First time there's been this sort of animal attack on like a human, and especially in, in Madison. Madison. Apparently there's been a few other victims. Right. But this is the first if, reported. Yeah. Yeah. It probably solve a, a couple of missing person cases. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that they didn't throw all the bones into the water so we can retrieve some of them. <laughs> yeah, we missed that window. The bone bridge. <laughs> I liked it, Shannon. I loved it, but... All right, I rolled a three and a one. Two successes. What you are able to deduce... I think, given Hazel's history being abducted by aliens, given her experience, her exposure to alien technology, she kind of knows that like might have been some kind of nuclear radiation involved in their spaceships. So that's when you have the idea to turn to Spooky J and ask him if he has a Geiger counter. Spooky, you've got a Geiger counter? Yeah, it was on the helmet, though. <laughs> uh, let me see if it works. Click. You you get like a little bit of life out of the Geiger counter. What kind of readings am I getting? You're getting like trace amounts of gamma radiation. Goddamn Hulk badgers. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't like these badgers when they're angry. <laughs> okay, so now maybe we have a possible reason that these badgers are so prolific and big. And well, hopefully not so prolific. I don't know. I'm thinking twos are any more giant badgers than I want to meet. Is there any signs like of multiple little layers around? Anything that allows us to do a population? I don't know if there's necessarily a way you'd be able to surmise that. Bring up again is that like you were following like a blood trail before. Yeah. And is that trail still going on? You were following up until the point when Shannon and Frag fell through the hole. We now know there's at least three of them. Yeah. Yeah, the two we killed and the one we're following. Okay, all right. A lot of badgers. I want to look around and try to figure out which one is, like, the most significant blood trail. Okay. Yeah, it's fair to say that it's not going to take you any kind of role to just, like, follow, like, a, a blood trail. And I'll say that you're following it for, like, a little while, but you're kind of gently, like, ascending through, like, the earth before you. You sort of hear echoey noise, and you can hear this whimpering of, like, a large animal. And then you hear two more, you can hear at least two more sort of scurrying tracks of like other very large uh, creatures. All right. I reload the train gun. <laughs> and I, uh, I pull out my gun and cock it. Spooky <laughs> Jay's like, fuck this, I'm a man of action. And he jumps out and just lets the neck cannon fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Spooky, as you do that scene that you see, 
you seem to be in this more or less den kind of area. You're standing in like a chamber at this point, but you're able to like stand up in here. Before you, there's a badger with two wounds in it, like, you know, it's a front left arm that you can surmise as the one that's that they encountered earlier in the sewers. Beside it, uh, sort of looking at it, uh, inspecting it, you see these two are enormous monster badgers. They back up on their hind legs as you come in, and they stand, well, you know, two feet over you. These are huge monsters. Oh, my God, we've been killing their babies. You shot Junior! You're gonna pay! <laughs> I mean, Jimmy hasn't murdered any animals yet, but I don't think it's <laughs> that. <laughs> so are you just firing off a net cannon? Yeah, trying to blast one of the big badgers in the face with it. Give me a demon's roll with two dice. I'll give you a three because you're a little uh, pick-me-up. Two sixes and a one. So yeah, you <laughs> you just like blast out the net cannon around, like, and it just wraps around the face. One of the two larger badgers wraps around his face and it like lets out this like, ah, fucking noise. It like, falls on its back wrestling with this net that's like wrapped around his face now and it's like snarling and all pissed off but the other one kind of lowers down on all four and it looks like it's ready to attack jimmy as soon as he fires would be like running back into the hallway we came from i two big badgers oh shit <laughs> i tried to um pop two shots off at the one that's Give me a demon roll with two dice. I'm trying to murder these badgers. Yeah, a five and a six. Yeah, I mean, you're able to fire off two shots on this badger. But, you know, like I said, it, like this one is kind of lowered back down. Hit it more like in the shoulder. It was a sizable beast. The bullets did not hit it in a vital area and not necessarily like, cause a ton of damage. Okay, so just in case, I'm going to pull out one of my pure silver bullets, put it in the chamber, and shoot right. again. <laughs> just in case it is a wear badger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, give me give me another demon troll. A six and a six. You hit it again. I'll say with this success, you're able to hit it maybe a little bit closer to like a little like a soft part, softer part, and it doesn't necessarily look like the silver was the cause of hurting it this time. Aim was like you managed to just find part of it that wasn't so bony, but the silver did not necessarily do anything. Okay, but is it dead? No, no, it's still very much alive and very angry. Frag is pops out with his automatic shotgun loaded with, okay. with deer slugs. Okay. <laughs> is Frag also still pretty high right now? Well, Frag's high on uppers and downers, so like I think at this I'm No, normal. I mean I think at this moment you're still very fucked up. I'll give you two dice, because I think this is probably something you're familiar with, you know, doing something that's high risk while you're on a lot of drugs. Uh, so I'll give you two dice on a demon roll. Okay, I got a six and I got a two. A question. Is there any markings on these giant ones that are telling us anything? Yeah. Before the one that is in front of you right now, before it kind of crouched down and it's all four legs, you could see a tattoo on its underside that said Bucky. And then on the one that is rolling around on its back right now with the net around its face, you can see a tattoo openly right now is just flailing around that says Betty. Betty and Bucky? Yeah. I'm a dad badger. Lab animals gone wild. So Bucky is the one who's... Uh, Bucky is the alpha male who is still like engaged with you in combat actively. Okay. And Betty has the is the net over her face? 
Yeah, she's wrestling with the net cannon uh, thing wrapped around her. Uh, I mean, it's forming I... like a type of like muzzle essentially right now, and she's trying to get rid of it. Another question: Do we see any other giant fucking things other than these two? Can we tell if there's any more coming in? Well, this? so there is the wounded one that's also in the room with you right now, but it doesn't seem to be showing any signs of wanting to fight. It's kind of like hiding in the corner. No, I mean I don't think you're able to detect any other. Uh, movement around you or near you. You got a success and a fail. So you come out blasted your your deer slug shotgun, but yeah, I mean you're like you're flying pretty hard right now. Your shots are like a little wild, kind of like wing it. I would say, kind of like like hit one of its paws. Complication is you kind of just pissed it off. All right, Hazel takes aim with the tranquilizer gun. Hopefully, better aim this time at the alpha male who's been wounded a couple times already. Two days, Stephen roll. Don't shoot me the butt. I'm not gonna. I, I, there's nobody in front of me this time. A four and a three, two fails. Instead of shooting the um, alpha male in front of you, you like slip and you go wide right and you actually shoot Badger Cub that had been wounded earlier. So now it's just going like hit the ass with the tranquilizer and. You can see it just kind of is, is incapacitated now. I back up and leave uh, the open space to people who are better aims than me. But I'm also digging through my pack to see if I can come up with another kind of weapon while you guys are through your second round. Can I grab your trank gun? Yeah, I load it up and hand it to you. I'm shooting code if you're going to let me do anything. Somebody's going to have to do something soon, otherwise the badger is going to start sort of advancing on you guys. I'm shooting. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy's trying to reload the net cannon. I'll shoot the train gun at the non-netted. I I got one success, one fail. Okay, so I think on a mixed success, you're able to hit the batter again this time. You're able to hit it, like, in a more crucial part. Deer slug, you know, this is more than, like, a a handgun. Like, that, like, causes some damage. You can tell the batter is very furious. The complication, though, is that it it rushes you and tackles you, and now it's kind of got you on the ground, and your gun has been knocked out of your hand. All right, I shoot at that badger with the train. Okay, uh, give me a demon's roll. Four and a five. You uh, managed to hit that badger right in its jugular, but I think even though you got a total success, I'm going to say that it collapses on top of Frag. So now <laughs> there's just this massive, hulking, unconscious badger. badger that's Frag is like head is still exposed, so he could breathe, but he's stuck underneath this large uh, incapacitated badger. <laughs> I'm pretty strong. Can I just go over there and push it off of him? You can try, but in this moment, you look up and you see that the alpha female, Betty, has managed to tear the net off her face and now she is advancing on you guys very quickly. What do you do? Do I have the net cannon reloaded? I probably don't have it reloaded yet because I'm probably too high on cocaine. To, like, hey, 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 yeah, you're like, don't worry guys, I almost got this. I'm going to have it any minute now. I just got to figure out how to get this thing back together. You're a little too jittery get it uh, fully loaded at this point. So instead, Jimmy's just going to yell, gas max on, and chuck the tear gas canister towards the other <laughs> I like it. Give me a demon's roll. Dose dice? Ha, one and a two. Shit. <laughs> Where you going, Jimmy? You gassed us. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Jimmy no, is like... Uh, Cody, let me know what you think of this. I picture Jimmy yelling that, but forgetting to put his own gas mask on, and then he just throws it and it bounces off the wall into his own face. Yeah, I was kind of like I like that. I was kind of vision he just spiked it into the ground by accident too. <laughs> like, we'll say what happens is like, so the cost only happens to you. Everybody else is able to get their gas mask on, but you throw the canister 
And yeah, it just hits the wall and ricochets just right back into your face and you just fucking just fall over backward. And like, you're not like unconscious seeing stars. And then now there's just like tear gas in the room. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I eyes watering, popping, popping, etc. Fragment able to get to his? Or did he have his on? I did not have it on. I have to be able to get it. Give the kind of rest of you the benefit of the doubt that you heard gas mask on. Okay. I was willing to just sort of afford you that. So how close is that other one? It's like advancing on you. I think the room is rapidly filling with tear gas, but it's not quite like impossible to see. So is working frantically through her backpack. And as Shannon's coming up with a strategy, I dig out, I have a dog whistle, one of those whistles that does a high pitched thing that humans can't hear, but drives dogs. Right. I blow it right. to see if it has any effect on the badger. Give me a dove's roll with, I'm just going to say with one dice. Okay. Three. It's a success. Well, it's a partial. So there's a cost or complication or a price to pay. Here's like the price to pay. It's sort of running towards you and you pull out this this dog whistle. You blow at it and nobody bothers you. It seems to really agitate the badger, but in its agitated state, it lashes out and knocks uh, Shannon to the ground before it starts to be like, ah, and it's like trying to like put its like paws over its head. So it's trying to block the sound. Good, am I able to pull a gun out from underneath this thing or get it off of me? I think if you want to try and kind of wriggle out from under it or kind of you do some sort of feat of strength to move it, that would be a demon's roll. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that. How many dice? Two dice. I don't think you're prepared to have a giant uh, badger fall on top of you. Two successes. (laughs) I flip that sucker off and backflip into standing up position fully armed. I think you're able to get out from under it and grab your weapon as you stand. Ungraceful shimmy. You you just got you just got a success, man. It's not like you got you, you didn't roll three success. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we can't dress up the normal success way too much because that is just gonna be where do you go from there? Uh, do I have a chance to shoot? I'll say you have a chance. So uh, give me another demons roll of two dice. Uh, two successes. What kind of weaponry are we talking to here? Just your your sidearm? Like, yeah, if I just wiggled out, I think my sidearm is what I went to. Okay. With two successes, you kind of hit this badger. sense of smell is being disrupted by the tear gas. Hazel is you know doing the dog whistle thing. Its two main senses are not really accounted for. Sort of exposed. It's a core area where a lot of the vital organs are. You're able to squeeze off several good shots and knock this badger on its back. Not dead, but I don't think it's it's it is definitely very much wounded at this point on its way out. Alright, so I'm gonna jump up and I'm right there. I'm gonna point blank shoot it in the face. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna say you do this. I think at this point it's more of like a mercy killing. Yeah. So at this point, uh, the alpha male and alpha female badgers have been eliminated and you have an unconscious mutant badger cub uh, before you. Alright, so I grab that cub and say let's... Alright, oh, this thing is like big and heavy <laughs> like at the very least you're gonna be fireman carrying this thing out of here yeah that's what i envision aren't we gonna tie it up or something do we have a hole to get out of here where we can stand upright and carry this well we just got because otherwise we're crawling back out again the way you kind of came in crawling for a lot of it i suppose you could try to like drag it through some part of the parts where we need to. My other question is, since I got yelled at for not wanting to tell them that there's monster badgers down there, what, how are we going, are we going to... Yeah, we can't just drag this, like, unconscious giant badger out the hole we came in and when there's a bunch of cops. Our plan, as we discuss it, as we're starting to crawl out, 
is that we could take it to the opening by the lake and come around and retrieve it after we come up through, through the cops and tell them everything's okay. We just there were just some critters and we dealt with them. So I just want to make sure before we this was a dead end spot. There's no other exits out the sort of main den of the borough. There's definitely other entrances and exits to this room. I would think, I imagine there's probably at least three or four of them. I think we should just go out the easiest exit, but we don't know where that is. Well, Mom had mentioned earlier that she was like sort of marking passages with chalk. I was just sort of assuming that she was doing that kind of as you were going. I figured with Mom's marking, I thought we knew our way out. Yeah, we... I don't know the way they came, but I'm not. That's not necessarily the yeah, easy that's way. What? I just don't know. Is is that? Do we want to explore any more out of this we, thing? We should probably also check if there's any more of these giant badger down. Do we have any more leftover rope, and I can tie up this? I got some spare rope in my backpack that I hand you. Do we need to open these suckers up and see if they have any gamma or... Uh, open them up? Are we going to do an autopsy? Yeah, or? basically autopsy them. <laughs> I mean, we which, probably should autopsy them. Which yeah. one of us can autopsy a giant badger? Yeah. You got a knife and you're a survivalist. You could lap her open. And I would... And I just assume... Well, there's I, a big difference between a, a, a survivalist and a fucking... I'm not. Foreigner. <laughs> so Hazel is going to thank Frag in his confidence that I would be able to do something like a badger autopsy, but pass on that because I think we just need to get the cub out of there. So did did anyone bring along a costume we could dress the the baby badger up in, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a giant pumpkin or <laughs> or another raincoat or anything like that? Paddington. <laughs> A giant Paddington, yeah. But, you know, it's not a bad idea. Spooky Jimmy's still interested about these these corpses. But, yeah. like, make sure there's not... I don't know, maybe there's another smaller badger inside of it powering. Like, okay. you never... Yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering if there was simply a gamma rod implant in bodies where those scars... Or maybe it's full of confetti. You never know until you cut it Fine. open. It's a a badger. We cut it open and we get the prize. How much, like, is it, like, a radiation level, like, dangerous enough that I'd have to worry about it if I was operating on them? No, I don't think so. They're, like, benign levels of gamma radiation, if there's such a thing. <laughs> FDA-approved levels. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy will do a basic investigation of the, the body. I mean, I'm not going to go, like, digging around in their organs and stuff, but, like, I want to I check it out. I don't know you, if you're necessarily... You want me to shoot him a little first more, Jimmy, to kind of soften him up? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me a doves roll of two dice, Jimmy. I've rolled three and a five, so one okay. success, one fail. Yeah, with a partial success, is there something specific you're looking for, or you're just kind of looking at it? Jimmy, would we focus on any indication on who was doing this to the Badgers? Like, maybe the materials they're using, if I could, like, track that. I have adamantium bones, because I feel like that's a pretty specialized thing. With a partial success, what you're able to gleam, the sort of knowledge you can take away is these, like, incisions and the scars, like, left by them, like, this this work was done by a skilled veterinarian. It's not something that happened in some dude's van in an alley, like fucking Nick Nolte at the end of that Hulk movie. 
wait, you're not really sure why these scars are there, but you can tell that, you know, they weren't done like with malice. These were done as part of surgical procedures. So mad scientist type. Yeah, I mean, that's the impression that Jimmy's getting. If you're just kind of examining it, that's kind of all the information you're going to be able to get with a partial success. Is there anything else worth examining? So, I mean, you're just kind of standing in this underground. Uh, I think I kind of imagine being a circular room, like a few different entrances. You know, there's an area where they're kind of sleeping in. uh, But, you know, there's not really a whole lot around you. Keep their dens pretty clean. So I want to go and just try to, like, peek out one of the entrances we haven't seen where it goes. Yeah. Jimmy's like, well, we're probably going to get have to get this thing out other than the way we came in so, so many cops there so yeah. we should probably try to find another way out all right i want to go check <laughs> out i'm going to put the ladder down where i wanted the bone bridge but that's apparently crazy and I'm <laughs> so to... wait you're not still in the bone bridge room oh. yeah we climbed out of oh that. you're right okay so <laughs> i just want to check out one of the other exits so as far as you can tell all the other exits like the one that you came in through they're more or less kind of the same thing three to four foot tall little tunnels that you'll probably have to at least kind of crouch down to get through. necessarily see a way out just from kind of looking down one of them. Fall in and like peek my head up in the, and see where it goes. Give me a dove's roll with a couple of dice. So remind us what time of day it is. Is it still like very it's early morning? It's getting pretty close to dawn at this point. Like you got called in in the middle of the night and you know, this is all taking place within the same night. Very, very early morning. Probably want to get this badger up out of there before Yeah, it I think for light. the sake of sort of dramatic tension, I'm going to say sun up pretty soon. So y'all got to figure something out. Otherwise, you got to have this giant mutant badger that you're going to try to deal with in broad daylight in downtown Madison. Right. Jimmy's like, well, you guys figure out how to get this out of here. I'll go back up, tell the cops everything's fine, get the RV. Let me know when you get out. I'll meet you there. All right. I got a five and a one, so one success. With a partial success, you find a way out, but it's... It takes you like a little while kind of going through, you know, all sorts of winding sort of tunnels as you're crawling through here. So like, I'm going to say the way out that you find east of Capitol Square over on like East Wash. Like a couple blocks to navigate. To, in rela- where is that in relation to the Majestic? And the Old Fashioned? And uh, the old- so, yeah, it's about, we're going to say you're about four blocks east of the Old Fashioned and... Um, relatively the same from the majestic that actually does help me so i i get out and i radio and tell them where i am i'm not getting back in there guys that was fun <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so, so did the other so jimmy is on his way back to get the rv what are shannon and i mean uh hazel and frag doing um hazel wants to take a quick look at the badger just to a certain and then it doesn't look like an alien did this i just <laughs> Uh, and then I'm I'm ready to scoot out of there because I do not want to be caught above ground with a monster-sized badger. That'd be okay, a lot so of explaining. Are, so are you and Frag dragging the badger with you? Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, there's we uh, if we look around, there's do we see anything that we could fashion some sort of a conveyance, some sort of <laughs> like like oh, a exactly? or something. <laughs> No, I mean, like I said, it's kind of like a small area that you're going to have to crawl through anyway. And no, I don't think you're going to be able to make, like, did you, what did you say? What kind of conveyance did you say? Like a papoose. What is that? Uh, <laughs> it would be like... She, she, she wants me to strap him on my back and lug him out. Yeah, that, that something like that, or or some sort of, like, rudimentary stretcher. I don't think so, really. Like, I, I, you know, I, I think we'll just wrap him up in my raincoat, tie some ropes around him, and drag him out. <laughs> That'll work, hopefully. Okay, so so you're just kind of dragging this (laughs) badger that's been rolled up in a trench coat. 
behind you through the, through the tunnel. Jimmy, you're, you know, you kind of come out of the sewer grate. The Madison PD, you're still there. Uh, what do you say to them when you crawl out? Jimmy's like, ah, oh, don't worry, guys. Turns out it was just sewer gas. Okay, give me a demon's roll of two dice. <laughs> demon's roll, that's... Flying is definitely a demon's action. One and a two. Okay, so two fails. Okay, not only does uh, Officer Gallen, the, the cop you've been dealing with, not only does he find that unlikely, he's like, hey, uh, uh, Officer uh, Bianchi, was it? What's... That on your nose, my friend. I mean, wasn't Jimmy splashing around in the water? I don't think he'd have any left on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you had a you had a drip. A little came back out. Jimmy's like, ah, oh, sewer gas residue. Trust me, it's nasty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sewer gas residue. So where's the rest of your team then? Oh, they're dealing with that sewer gas, but like you guys need to cordon this off. Make sure nobody goes down there. I gotta go. Uh, go get our. Gas defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me give me a, give me another demon's roll. Uh, one out of three this time, so still two fails. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're not a good liar, are you? Yeah, I mean, with two two total fails, like he's like, "Well, hold on here, Bianchi. We got a lot of questions for you, man. You know, you say sewer gas. Like, do I gotta get the boys from you know public works down here? Like, is this?" Is this an emergency? Like, I also have no idea what a gas defibrillator is, man. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> we can handle it. I just, like, you gotta you gotta let me do my thing here. <laughs> He's like, what exactly is your thing, Bianchi? I've never even heard of your unit before. <laughs> yeah, because we're too busy defibrillating. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got time for paperwork like some of you beat cops. We're out there getting shit done. <laughs> You're still going to be able to walk away from the situation. Gowan did not appreciate the remarks that you made. And he says, you know, you better believe I'm going to be talking to the Dade County Sheriff's about this, Bianchi. Like, you kind of, you have like a back and forth with Gowan here for like a little while. And you're not exactly as timely with your pickup the the rest of the team was expecting. Jimmy's running late like usual. So Shannon has crawled out of the sewer at this point. Yep. You're on like one of the side streets, like kind of right off East Washington. That's a very busy street. You, you can see, like, the sort of the morning rush hour traffic is starting on East Wash. People's lights are starting to come on in their houses as they're, like, getting ready to start their day. And Bianchi's, like, really under the gun here. What do we hear from Shannon about, like, should we bring him up? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Just, just follow my act here. There's a, there's a just dumpster right Just go with Hazel when I get up. Just follow my lead. No problem. <laughs> I okay. There's All a right, so we can hide it. We can hide it behind until so we 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 get up on top, and I, I I have his arm around my shoulder and hold it on to him. I'm going, woo! Best party ever! Halloween! I love it, don't you? Yeah, you tunnel. So you do this as you're crawling out of the sewer? No, after we get out of the sewer. Okay, so you crawl out of the sewer and then you immediately start shouting about what a great party you were at? Yeah, you hold it on to him like, thanks, man, I'll get you home, no problem. Yeah, you're best buddy ever, yeah. Yeah, I know you're a little tanked, but we'll take care of you. Woo! Okay, this is definitely a reckless action. I'm going to say it's something that... Frag is an expert in and probably prepared for as well, given his current altered state. So give me uh, a demon's roll of three dice, Frag. I got a five, four, and a three. Total success. <laughs> yeah. So you just hear one guy kind of shout from his house like, hey, shut the hell up, buddy. Well, like, yeah, yeah. We, we will, yeah, no problem. Happy <laughs> Halloween to you. 
I'm shutting up. All right, I'm shutting up right now. <laughs> All right, so, so everybody's clear. It's not October, right? Yeah, it's May. It's May. <laughs> that was established, and I think the first episode. Oh, I got my holidays. I've screwed up. Happy costume May Day or whatever else. I think Mifflin Street Black Party would probably be a more apt. Uh, you guys all of a sudden, you just hear like some tires squealing and honking, and you kind of look behind you, and you look at East Wash fucking RV comes squealing around the corner. <laughs> like it, uh, and it's definitely blasting Highway to the Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> check, double check. Highway to the Danger Zone. So, yeah, so Jimmy pulls up right next to you guys on the street, I imagine. He's like, come on, go, go, go. So, right, you we- guys. So what do you do? Do you just hoist this unconscious badger and its raincoat into the back of the RV? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's like we have, like, we, we put the seatbelts around it. <laughs> we belt them in. Yeah. It, it'll be safe now. Everybody is, like, looking around while this is happening. Make sure nobody's, like, watching. <laughs> so wait, I'm sorry. Is the badger riding up front with Jimmy? <laughs> Oh, shotgun. Because I don't think there's seatbelts in the rest of the RV. <laughs> Are there not? I don't think so. I mean, I've been in a few RVs, and they're mostly just kind of like tiny little apartment in the back. Especially in the 80s. Like. You guys get in there. Jimmy's keeping a watch out. You can see people are start, kind of starting to go out to their cars. They got their coffee in their hands. And you get in, the back of the RV slams shut, and you just take off. Haul ass towards East Johnson, hang a right, head towards fucking I-94. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of feel like in any other city, seeing a Bucky Badger sitting up in the front seat would be weird, but... But he's not a Bucky Badger. He's a giant, mutant, feral animal wearing a raincoat. (laughs) It could be a bad Bucky costume. (laughs) It's the worst Bucky costume. (laughs) So now that you guys are sort of out of the immediate situation, what are you going to do with this badger? (laughs) So what's our headquarters like? Do we have, like, a laboratory facility there? Or a butcher shop? What I kind of established in the first episode is that you know, you're pretty off the books, so you don't have, like, sophisticated, like, lab technology at your disposal. We put him in the basement of my restaurant. <laughs> a giant badger lives in the basement of Monty's uh, Are you just going to feed it table scraps? <laughs> yeah, what's that banging around now in the basement? It's definitely not a giant badger, that's for sure. No, just keep it sedated, it'll be fine. You can't keep it sedated everyone's, forever, so, like... Everyone's scared of our basement, so I'm the only one that goes down. Because I'm a big, strong man. Maybe our first stop should be at a super freaky sex shop so we can get a human-sized cage. What's that? exist in Madison? Probably. They sell human-sized cages at a porn shop? That's why it's a really freaky one. Why don't we just the sale barn and... The sale barn just has people cages? They just have... <laughs> Listen, listen to the Iowan here. You know, At the sale barn, they would have uh, animal cage. Yeah, that would be people size. Yeah, so what are you guys going to do with this badge? It sounds like we're going to the sale barn to get a not-people cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what a sale barn is. A sale barn is a place where they go and they sell cattle on Saturdays. Yeah. Is there a sale barn in Madison? Uh, there is not. There's not? 
Farm and fleet. There is farm and fleet in Menards. So a farm su- can we go to a farm supply store, please? Yeah. <laughs> so Shannon goes in and buys a very large cage. Just a uh, calf's ball. It's fine. It's normal. So what are we going to do about all those dead badgers in the sewer? That's a really good question. Radioactive, too. So, you know, like, also the public health hazard thing, besides being giant mutant badgers. Well, uh, if it was acceptable radiation, I don't know, setting them on fire? If we don't have a way to set it either remotely or on a timer, would be problematic because we would need to get out of there. Then we'd also have to deal with the issue of smoke rising out of the sewer grates. That would probably raise some alarm. Yeah, but that would go with my swamp gas story. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ignite it. Oh, why don't we just tell them that they have to? We have to ignite it to get rid of it. Oh. Otherwise, otherwise it's a danger to society. We don't burn it now, then it'll build up and explode later. Probably. <laughs> All right, now that we got a cage for this badger, I guess we could go back and address that. So are we leaving the badger in its cage in the basement, the oh, restaurant? Body's blue plate? Because, <laughs> like, I think, like, bodies would be, like, open right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely open for it's but that's kind of what they're known for. Yeah, I don't think there's any part of the DQ in Belleville where we could hide it. I think that's an even worse plan than the, than the diner. <laughs> We we could leave it just in my Yugo and cover my Yugo over with like a tarp or something in an alley. The cage is not gonna fit in your Yugo. The seats are removable. So Jimmy would start improvising a flamethrower if possible. Give me a dove's roll with three dice. Oh god. <laughs> Two sixes and a four. Question Is there something easier I could fashion to dispose of their bodies than a flamethrower? Uh you could pull a breaking bad, but that's gonna take a lot of acid. Yeah, burning them still probably easiest. <laughs> I am I am all for burning the bodies. I think that's the most logical answer to this. Maybe instead of trying to improvise a flamethrower, I'm just going to improvise something that looks scientific so I can tell them it's defibrillator, and then just bring a couple of homemade molotov cocktails down there. If you want to just try and make some kind of fake science device that you can tell the police is your defibrillator, I think that's a good action to change it to. Let's do that instead, and then just improvise some Molotov cocktails. Much, much simpler. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy's like, I'm overthinking this again. Amen, brother. <laughs> and then your your ghost dad makes some sassy comment. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> so what is your what is your new role? Dan? Three. Yeah, so you're able to kind of cobble together makeshift uh, scientific device that's got some kind of whirling gizmos and, like, lights on it, and you're able to just grab some empty bottles and some gasoline as well. <laughs> Couple of rags. Maybe I just rip a piece off a of Frag shirt. I mean, I'm pretty sure Frag would donate his shirt. <laughs> Are you heading back to the storm drain? Is that where you're going? Maybe drop me and somebody else off to burn the corpses while other people keep an eye on the badger, because, like, I don't want to just leave the RV with a giant badger parked, like, right next to his ex crime scene. I'll, uh, I'll stay and burn that shit with you, brother. Uh, Brand, so do Brand we... Guard the badger. Good guy. That's not how guys do <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle alerting the sheriff to our plan so he can provide us some cover, because we should be able to count on the sheriff to kind of back us up sometimes, right? Yeah. Killing Sheriff Ferris in on your actions might not be a bad idea if you're going to be setting some fires in the sewers. Yeah. Or Maybe radio in to tell him to send out like a public broadcast, not to be alarmed. It's standard swamp sewer gas defibrillation going on. An interface so, okay, so with want, the MPD know, and the MFD. I want to know what this conversation sounds like. So who is calling the sheriff? Hazel. <laughs> so you're just like, you're radioing in? Uh, but yeah, I'm going to radio in. But if you're going to be doing something on this scale, uh, it would definitely be good to let him know. And I mean, like, he's going to ask you for a report and, like, what happened. Like, he 
you can tell him like what's happening like because like you're you're gonna need to debrief him after you know you dispose of these badger badger corpses and everything uh sheriff ferris we have a situation and we're dealing Talk with to me, hazel what's going on out there uh well you know the body that they found overnight yeah yeah Poor we found the culprits. uh somebody's tampering with badgers sheriff ferris and in a not a good way and we found some monsters. I'm sorry? A joke? Uh, no, no, not a joke. It looks like a science experiment gone wrong. Monster badgers in the sewer. And we're going to, we got it covered. We're going to start a fire to cover up the evidence. We don't oh. want to panic on our hands. Oh, you're just starting fires. Hold on, you got you to gotta give me a little more than that, Hazel. <laughs> we got a couple, we got a couple badger bodies. Super badger bodies in the sewer, Sheriff, and we don't want to be hauling them out for the public to see. We don't want to be on the front page of the newspaper with this one. And you can hear he kind of like pulls like the phone kind of away from his head. He's kind of like, ah. <laughs> All right. I mean, he's like, yeah, just don't, don't, don't draw too much attention. What, what can I do to, you know, keep, keep the, keep the press away from this? What do you need? Well, I got to tell you, Jimmy already came up with a great cover story. <laughs> We're going to be defibrillating some sewer gas in the sewers. So there may be some smoke rising out of a few sewer openings, but the public shouldn't be alarmed. If you could get your PR person to maybe interface with the Madison Police Department and the Fire Department and maybe just send out a little notice to people that they might notice a little smoke, a little smell coming out of the sewers, but not to worry. There's kind of like a long pause. <sighs> defibrillating sewer gas <laughs> <laughs> might not be like he's like the don't most... worry he's like i'll take care of it <laughs> okay thanks sheriff he's like all right click say we're a go guys jimmy and shannon are just venturing back into the sewers step side officers i've got my defibrillator now we can handle this situation yeah i'm on station on duty on the job i'm on drugs you're passed out the next to the cage <laughs> Walking up, the three of you, uh, Gowan's still kind of there, like, you know, maintaining the perimeter, and he's like, went and got your, went and got your defibrillator, did you, did you, Bianchi? Oh, yeah, can defibrillate the shit out of this situation. <laughs> and he does, like, the kind of, like, he does, like, the classic, like, guys, and you kind of pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stare at him. I don't say the, <laughs> the famous Shannon stare. Cool story. Well, see you guys later. I don't really want to dwell too long on Badger Corpse disposal, so we'll just kind of say that. Yeah, we can also bring, like, a little bit of operating equipment just to check out the bodies one more time before we do burn them, like, a little more in-depth. See if I can figure out what the surgical scars were for. All right, so, yeah, we'll just say that you're back in the center of the den where you uh, left the alpha male and alpha female. Things are the same as they were when you left them. Before we burn these things, I'll I'll get in there. Okay, yeah, give me a doves roll of two days. Two and a four. Other than the surgical scars, is there anything else worth investigating on the corpses? If you wanted to take blood samples or something, that'd probably be a good idea. Blood or tissue samples. I didn't think of that, but that is definitely a good call. So Jimmy will also try to do that. I think, uh, yeah, I think with uh, total success, you know, you're you do all that type of stuff. So like you take like blood samples and maybe like get some pictures of like teeth. One thing that you find, places where, like, organs could have been, like, removed from this badger, and it still, like, survived, like, they, like, took those organs out. Goddamn radioactive giant mutant badger organ farms? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you have your blood uh, sample? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely some new information. Cool. So, yeah, between that and I'll collect some samples. Maybe if I find some old newspapers, like, roll up its liver or something, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just give it to me, I'll put it in my pocket. Kids are <laughs> giant badger liver in your pocket. We, it gotta probably is. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. The badgers aren't coming back to life. What's your hurry, Shannon? <laughs> we have stuff to do. In like life. what? <laughs> Shannon's got an interview to do, right? Didn't you find a professor that you wanted to go interview? Yeah, I want to go talk to that professor. Show him my badger. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> seven morning. He's probably getting ready for class. Like, <laughs> uh, give me a goddamn second here. I'm elbow deep in giant radioactive badger, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if there's nothing else, I'll, yeah, I'll take some samples, take, take, take an organ or two to study. Then I'm like, all right, here you go, Shannon. Hand her a molotive. So we'll see how this works. Give me a group demons check uh, with two dice. So Molly got two successes and I got one. Total success and a partial success. Throw your molotive cocktails. Jimmy, you know, being... I imagine Jimmy was kind of more of an indoor kid. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy maybe doesn't throw his quite as far. Uh, it was a little alarming at first. You know, like it was a little closer for comfort that you would have liked. But, you know, y'all managed to dispose of the, the remains of the patchers. Big ol' fire starts in there. <laughs> and I imagine we walk away with it burning behind us. Kind of like a scene from Backdraft and really badass. Just for the visual for everyone. Jimmy's like, I bet we look pretty cool right now. <laughs> you guys are like crawling on your hands and knees through dirt tunnels. Like, <laughs> Jimmy's still like, I bet we yeah. look pretty cool right now. You guys get out of there and um, you get back to the RV. You tell the police the sewer gas has been defibrillated. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna burn for a little bit longer, but like don't worry, these these fumes aren't toxic and it'll burn itself out soon enough. <laughs> Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to go huff it, but, like, <laughs> don't go, like, fill up a plastic bag and breathe it all in. But, like, as long as you're not standing right next to the sewer grate, you should be fine. So, boys <laughs> want to probably clear out of here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more or less, you know, case closed on this one. So, I think we would cut to the sheriff's office because, you know, y'all had to go back for your vehicles and everything. Sheriff just wants to talk to you guys and get, like, a quick debrief oh. on what's going on here. Figure out what we're going to do with this giant badger. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, what, what do you guys want to do first? Do you want to deal with the badger or do you want to go debrief the sheriff? I, I feel like the badger is the most pressing issue. That Shannon better go talk to the professor. Because I do feel like we need to keep investigating to see if we can find some trace of the scientist who did that. Well, yeah, we're not just going to give up on that. Uh, how about I go talk to the professor, you guys give the badger another dose of sleepy juice, and <laughs> we'll see, like, I'll gauge him, see if, uh, if he knows of anything or is an ally. And Shannon, are you, are you one of those cops who, who thought you could always tell whether somebody was lying to you or not? No, not necessarily, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just am, uh, uh, I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna gauge him. Okay. And, so I go to Luna. What do you want the dog to see? Or the professor? You just ask the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't have an answer. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah. well, you know, generally that's kind of like the dungeon master's deal. I forget. So can I go see the professor? You can go talk to the professor, uh, Alan Montgomery. I go knock on his door and I say, Professor, my name is Shannon, and uh, I-, I was wondering if you have a moment to speak with me, sir. Kind of like a you know older gentleman. A little heavy set, you know, maybe like a maybe white hair and a big bushy beard. 
Uh, almost kind of Santa Claus like. Less Tim Allen. It's exactly like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus movies. Show him my badge really quickly. And, and he's uh, like, uh, oh yeah, of course. Like I, I have a moment to talk. Like uh, come on in. You know, he's like, can I get you coffee, tea, water? Um, I'm good, thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, uh, what can I can I do for the uh, the sheriff's department? Well, we have had some interesting animal reporting lately, and we just we think that they could be overgrown badgers and we were wondering about your studies in badgers and what you could tell us about that well i understand it was this guy was like a folklore uh professor so i'm sorry any badgers here as far as i know all right Uh, we've just had some really interesting reports lately and we're we're trying to figure out what could be going on? Worst Bucky, like with their names written on them getting out. We didn't know that when I found this because I was going, because I'm more of the spooky supernatural. Right. My dad's I mean, a ghost. ghost. What do you mean, more of a spooky supernatural type? I'll say this. He says, so as you're like on your way out, he's kind of he's kind of sitting there at his desk, he's kind of like, you know, rubbing his chin in that kind of thoughtful way. And he says, well, you know, you know, this is not hard evidence for you to go off of, but when you mentioned badgers you know that did make me think of something you know i heard a rumor when i first started here that there was a professor in the biology department who had some unusual ways i heard that he was he sort of went missing suddenly after some experiments he had been conducting in his lab immoral uh studies uh came to light and he uh disappeared when the police started looking into things uh, oh what's this professor's name uh professor banner bruce banner brent banner do you know uh sir if he had any land or anything <laughs> any <laughs> land <laughs> landowning male do you know where he, do you know where he uh, lived <laughs> it's a much more regular way to say that question <laughs> he's like uh no i don't why am i asking you dude i work for the police i'll just find out he's <laughs> <laughs> like oh oh okay <laughs> bye <laughs> No, I shake his hand. I was like, "You ever need anything from me, sir? You come to Monty. I'm the night guard." <laughs> and he just kind of goes, "Cool. Have a good day, sir." And I just walk. Thanks, you too. <laughs> oh, it's a very plus role playing right there, Breen. <laughs> <laughs> The other are three on badger handling duty? Is that what you guys are doing? Yeah, we're just hanging out with the badger, waiting to hear what Shannon finds out. All right, so I found out about this old professor guy. My contact was not what I thought he was. Okay. I mean, to be, to be clear, he was exactly what you thought he was. You forgot what he was. <laughs> That's true. It's been a long time since we played the last time. So what's this professor's name? Professor Brent Banner. What do you guys want to do next? everybody that's gonna do it for episode six of doves and demons thank you so much for tuning in like i said at the beginning of the episode we really appreciate y'all sticking with us uh so far if you were liking the podcast please rate and review uh anywhere that you can you can find us at itunes uh, stitcher and our soundcloud page if you want to get in contact with us you can email us at funtimepod at gmail.com that is f-u-n T-I-M-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. 
we also hope you enjoyed our new uh, intro and outro and transition music. Uh, we got some help from a couple of our friends that we really, really appreciate. And once we get their explicit permission to use their name, we will let you know who they are just so they can take credit for their work. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care of each other. Stay safe. And we will talk to you soon. Ta-ta.